The reading is appointed for Monday, April 3rd, 2023. The Monday of Holy Week. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Our readings today invite us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who this week we travel with, journeying with him, seeing him as he approaches his final ordeal, his battle at the cross, where he will lay down his life for our salvation. We remember this day his gentleness, his compassion, as a great warrior who comes and takes on this great challenge for us. He is one who is gentle and lowly who is received at Bethany and anointed for this holy priestly work. Our first reading is Isaiah 42, verses 1 through 9. Here we hear God speaking through the prophet Isaiah, declaring, who his chosen servant will be, the one who will bring justice to the nations. This chosen servant will not affect God's will by shouting or using violence, but with gentleness and kindness. It is a new way, a new thing bursting forth, how God is working his redemption and his justice upon earth. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice, nor make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth at what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. 
I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm appointed comes from Psalm 36, verses 5 through 10. The psalmist speaks of God's love, his faithfulness, and his righteousness, declaring that his love is the well of life, that all who trust in him will be deeply satisfied. This is the middle five verses of the psalms. We're omitting some of the beginning and some of the end, which speak of enemies that are being crushed. That's not appropriate for what we see during Holy Week, but we focus on God's mercy and his goodness expressed in Christ. Your mercy, O Lord, reaches to the heavens and your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness stands like the strong mountains. Your judgments are like the great deep. You, Lord, shall save both man and beast. How excellent is your mercy, O God! The children of men shall take refuge under the shadow of your wings. They shall be satisfied with plenteousness of your house, and you shall give them drink from your pleasures as out of a river. For with you is the well of life, and in your light we shall see light. O continue loving kindness to those who know you, and your righteousness to those who are true of heart. Our second reading comes from the Epistle to the Hebrews, the 11th chapter beginning of the 39th verse through chapter 12, verse 3. Here, the author of the Hebrews is wrapping up his litany of Old Testament prophets and saints, acknowledging that they didn't receive what was promised them. But God had something better in mind, and it is that to which we should fix our eyes, and on that ground we are empowered to run. And all these saints of old, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight 
and sin which clings so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On Monday of Holy Week, we commemorate Jesus' anointing at Bethany. There are two accounts of this given in the Gospel, one by Mark and one by John. We will read both accounts. And I encourage you to enter the scene with your senses, to imagine the house filling with the scent of the perfume, to be present to this tender and this intimate moment as Jesus is anointed for burial. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Mark, the 14th chapter, beginning of the third verse. And while he was at Bethany, the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at table, a woman came with an alabaster flask of ointment of pure nard, very costly, and she broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than three hundred denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you. And whenever you want, you can do good for them but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from John's Gospel, the twelfth chapter, beginning at the first verse. Six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary, therefore, took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? 
He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. And having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone, so she may keep it for the day of my burial. For the poor you will always have with you, but you do not always have me. When the large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came, not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him many Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we enter into Holy Week, here is a poem of George Herbert. This is Love Number Three. Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. But quick-eyed love, observing me grow slack, from my first entrance in, drew near to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful? Ah, my dear, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand, and smiling did reply, Who made the eyes but I? Truth, Lord, but I have marred them. Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And you know not, says Love, who bore the blame. My dear, then I will serve. You must sit down, says Love, and taste my meat. So I did sit and eat. Let us pray. Almighty God, you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to bring justice to the nations. And you invite us to be swept up in the story of your reconciling love. Grant us grace to fix our eyes on him who endured the cross, scorning its shame, and to follow him in the way of his gentle spirit, that we may be agents of your reconciling love in the world. Your love poured out as a fragrance filling the whole earth. Through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.